the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Capital. How in the world are you today? Happy Monday, top of the week. I sure hope you had a great Sunday and a great weekend of worship, giving, worshiping, praising, getting a good word from God. I hope you got a good word. And uh, guess what, friends? It's Monday. And you know what that means. It's Marriage Monday. And the way we roll around here, if you don't know, and of course, if you do know, you can say it with me, Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today's Marriage Monday, and our topic is marriage hopes and fears. Marriage hopes and fears. What are your hopes and or fears for marriage in general, the institution of marriage, or for yours in particular? Maybe you have some hopes for your current marriage or your fears for your current marriage. But, uh, you know, just generally speaking, as you know, there are many divorces that have taken place uh, in American culture, including in the Christian, uh, you know, culture as well, unfortunately. Now, those that are Christians that are married that do premarital counseling and uh, study the word together and are active in their churches have a much lesser divorce rate. But regardless of where people are on the discipleship journey, if they are followers of Christ, uh, the statistics are uh, very uh, abysmal, uh, around 50%, same with the overall culture. So I want to know today, do you have any uh, thoughts about the future of marriage, the institution of it, uh, in from a scriptural standpoint, of course, but then just from your own uh, experience and your own thoughts, do you have some hopes for the institution of marriage? Are you seeing some good signs that there could indeed be a turnaround here um, and then, what about your own marriage? Some of you may have some hopes, uh, some fears, even now, and you might want to talk about it. Get my advice or thoughts on it, or maybe even a word from the Lord from His Scriptures. Whatever it may be, uh, I'm here to serve you, and I'm here to host this conversation. So feel free to pull up a chair and have a conversation with me while you're driving uh, through Frederick, Maryland, uh, or whether you're, you know, driving through Southern Maryland from. Uh, the the Akakik area, or maybe you're out in Fairfax or Arlington or Alexandria, 
wherever you are, Fredericksburg, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, all of you in my listening area, including parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia, thank you so much for tuning in to the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, WAVA 105.1. FM right here in the nation's capital out of Arlington, Virginia. Not to mention those of you who have tuned in already to Facebook Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. If you want to give me a call, my number live in studio since this is a call and talk show, 888-432-7434. That number again, if you want to remember the word bridge in case you're driving, remember 888 bridge let me bow for just a short word of prayer and then i'm going to be taking your calls right here Uh, so let's bow before the lord thank you jesus for the institution of marriage thank you that your first uh, miracle was at uh, a wedding and we are just uh grateful that you've come up with this plan of marriage and we're asking that you would help us to fulfill what your dream and your desire for marriage is what your hope is for marriage in america and around the world from generation to generation until we get to the other side we commit today's show to you now in jesus's name together everyone said amen and amen so you know the ideal according to scripture is one man one woman one lifetime that's what god has always desired Uh, that's what he chose to set forth as an illustration of the relationship that God has with his people, the church, uh, through a covenant relationship where he uh, would indeed uh, one day connect with his bride. Uh, that is also an analogy of or name for or picture for the church of Jesus Christ, the bride of Christ. He's the groom. And one day uh, when he comes back to get us, uh, we will be consummated in glory which means we'll come together, see each other as we are, know each other fully uh, when we get to the other side. Now, uh, we know that he's coming back to get us like a groom would come to pick up his his, uh, betrothed uh, bride-to-be. And in our culture, you give a ring at engagement. God's ring for his church is the seal of the Holy Spirit. It says in Ephesians 1 that he actually seals us until the day of redemption. That's his engagement ring, okay? That is his his promise and his covenant that he, he engages us, he betrothes us as the body of Christ, and he will come back again to get his bride and take us to the other side where we will consummate, and that is not sexual, that is spiritual, where we'll come together as one and we will see him as he is. So human marriage is really a picture of the divine union, between uh, the the Godhead and the church or the people of God, the church of Jesus Christ or the people of God. But right now, here and now, that's right, here and now, uh, you and me, uh, we are either single, widowed, uh, divorced, uh, engaged, married, uh, but we're in a state where we have a choice as we become adults to link our life with another life for life for the glory of God, okay? But then I'm asking you today, what are your hopes and your dreams for the institution of marriage? Or what are your hopes or dreams for your marriage? Or maybe even fears. Do you have any fear? Uh, And I'll put that term in in quotes, so I'm not saying it's okay to fear. We know God's not given us a spirit of fear, so if you could use that word, uh, or at least know how I'm using it more uh, generically, 
uh, what are your fears or concerns, if that feels better for you, for the institution of marriage, say 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, if you could look into the future and what are we going to do about it? Okay, does that set the show up pretty well? All right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run to my commercial break right now. And as soon as I get back from the break, I'm taking your phone calls. I have three open lines right now. So why don't you grab it? So as soon as I get back, I can come to you at 888-432-7434. You're tuned in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We all know that God has a perfect will, but did you know the state of Maryland also has a will? The state of Maryland has a will for every person prepared once they die. McCollum and Associates prepares wills, trusts, powers of attorney, and advanced medical directives and handles probate estates. Sadly, most Americans don't have a prepared will, thus leaving it up to the state to determine how assets are distributed after you die. Contact McCollum and Associates, 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. So, Brenda, you're a student at Oxford Graduate School. What is your profession, and then why did you go to Oxford? Well, I'm a teacher. I am a a middle school teacher and uh, an online instructor for um, teacher recertification classes. And I discovered Oxford uh, when I decided to go back and uh, continue my education. Mm. But I think Oxford found me. And uh, when I read the description, I thought this was perfect for me. I would highly recommend Oxford Graduate School. It's a wonderful, safe place to think. Uh, And as I said, the interaction, the mentorship along the way, um, the pacing of the program, the rigor is high um, compared to universities across the land that I've actually looked into. So I would highly recommend Oxford Graduate School. Well, thanks for sharing your experience. And of course, uh, it's always a privilege to, to know students who've actually gone to Oxford Graduate School like I have and to see how their brains are being shaped and how they're They are studying so rigorously, so thanks for sharing your story. You want more information, check them out at OGS.edu. That's OGS.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're talking about marriage hopes and or fears. Do you have any for the institution of marriage in general or maybe for your own in particular? Feel free to give me a call right now while I have open lines at 888 
4-3-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. Big shout-out to those who are on my Facebook Live. Mary Tate says, if single, wait on God. Paul Bridges, hello to you. God bless you. Thank you for the greeting uh, for Father's Day. And then, of course, Andrea Thompson-Coleman, Delbert Pope from Martinsburg, West Virginia. Thanks for tuning in there. Valencia Black Powell as well. So thanks for those of you who are commenting on my uh, Facebook Live page. If you want to call me in the studio, I'm available, and I want to talk to you about today's topic. So before I go to Glenn in Washington, let me give you the number one more time. Are you ready? Here it is, 888-432-7434. And today's topic on Marriage Monday is Marriage Hopes and fears. What are yours? All right, let me go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Glenn, who's on the line. Hey, Glenn, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, Dr. Hannes, how are you doing? I'm alive and grateful. Thank you. What are you thinking today, sir? Uh, Yes, my concern is about how marriage is portrayed, you know, especially in counseling inside the churches where, you know, man is God's glory. We're supposed to be the head. Uh huh. But in so many of these, in so many of these counselors, it's like the women, or the way they preaching it, it, it from from the Bible was like you know, man always got to cater to the woman, mm. and it's like the woman is almost like you know she's the dominant figure in the house, even though they say you know even I, I, I put up a question the other day in, in the council in, in the meeting, mm-hmm. I said well the man supposed to have the last say so. Okay. And, and anything because we ought to thought and 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 they brushed it down like now nah, it's supposed to be equal and, and the woman supposed to be the spirit you know she represents the spirit or the Holy Spirit or something but I'm like it's it's just where the man is seeing like he's being uh, portrayed as being less than the woman and that's yeah. my concern with where the church is heading. Well, you do make a good point about the roles of what men and women are and the marital relationship. And I can see why it it is concerning uh, where you have uh, sort of a women's uh, liberation movement that can go too far to the point where the man is not respected and honored. And I do think that that is necessary for the man to be respected and honored as the man. Of course, the the flip side is that women have been so overly dominated uh, by men uh, that uh, we need to bring balance to make sure that she is seen as equal. The problem is was when we erase the roles as if the man is no longer the head. And I believe that man still is the head. I believe that's still what the scripture says. Uh, and so I understand your concern uh, and the woman should not dominate. Uh, and the man was given the the command by God to have dominion over uh, everything, including his his wife. And so I'm with you on it, and I understand it. We can't go too far with it, uh, but it's definitely a biblical uh, role uh, that the, the man is the head. And there, I can understand your concern as well. So thanks for at least giving me a call to uh, put that on the table today. Okay, Glenn? Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you back. Hey, listen, if you want to join the conversation, call me while I have open lines at 888-432-7434. And uh, Glenn has put on the table here roles and uh, his concern that in the future we may not even have uh, the role of husband and wife. Uh, uh, They may just be two equal partners, which, hey, I agree with equality 
Uh, but uh, is there anybody that gets the final word, the last say, the uh, the buck stops with, or not? What do you think about it? Maybe you have different hopes or fears. If you're just tuning in, uh, in the first 20 minutes of the show here, we are talking about marriage, hopes, and fears. Do you have any for the institution of marriage in general, or maybe for yours in particular? Feel free to give me a call. My lines are open. Here's my number. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. And by the way, uh, the Lord did make the woman uh, out of his side, all right? Not uh, not below his feet, okay? So he's not supposed to just be walking all over her. She's not under him. And uh, not from his head, which he could have done. Uh, but again, not to be over him or to dominate him but from his side, to be next to him, uh, and to be a companion and a helpmate and someone who would be a suitable helper, uh, a corresponding fit is what that word means, suitable, connectigo in the Hebrew uh, there in, in the book of Genesis where it talks about uh, in chapter 2 he made a corresponding fit, a connectigo, a, a helper for him. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Ramel. Ramel is in Washington, D.C. as well. Hey, Ramel, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Uh, good afternoon, Pastor. How are you doing? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me today. What are you thinking? I, I just wanted to follow up to the, the previous caller. The brother was talking about seeing as though the men role in the household is being reversed. Correct. I just wanted to comment on that. What are you thinking? I think from a manly from a man's perspective, first of all, I agree with what the brother was saying, but I also want to add this by saying I think we as men mm-hmm. have failed the women because we are not taking on the spiritual leadership that God intended for us to do. Mm-hmm. Even though it got twisted around in the Garden of Eden yeah. and Adam, you know, became this passive-aggressive, not even aggressive, just passive man. Mm. And once the role was reversed, all hell broke loose. Yeah, well, you make a good point. You make a good point about uh, men becoming passive. Do you you fear that that's going to be an ongoing issue, Ramel? I think until men take back his rightful place as being the spiritual leaders of their household, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to allow Satan to manipulate the, uh, what's going on. And mm-hmm. it's not on the woman. The woman has no choice but to step up if we are failing them as being the spiritual leaders mm-hmm. that God commanded us to be. It's not on the woman. She's just doing what we are failing to do on our own. Mm-hmm. So she has no choice but to, to step in. Right. But I think if we as men get up and take our, you know, do our role, you know, and pray and, you know, and be the spiritual leader mm-hmm. that we're supposed to be, then God will take care of the woman not doing what she's supposed to do. But we have to be in alignment. The word says God, man, then woman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say God, woman, then man, or God and co-equals. It's God, man, and woman. Mm. God didn't come looking for Adam. I mean, Eve in the garden. He came looking for Adam. So what do you think that you spiritual... What do you think that spiritual leadership looks like on a regular basis as a man? As a, well, first of all, I think it should 
it should be how we conduct ourselves on a regular basis on our job, with our mm-hmm. family, with our friends. Mm-hmm. A person should be able to look at you and say that, you know what, we're not perfect, but that yeah. is a man of God. Right, right. You know, how he treats his wife, how mm-hmm. he should be up first thing in the morning on Sunday praying. I mean, every day, Monday through Sunday, the man should mm-hmm. be up in the morning praying for his family, asking for the, the leadership and guidance that he needs to to be the man of mm-hmm. the spiritual leader of his household. Because mm-hmm. the devil has one mission, and that is to destroy the marriage. Right. One of the first institutions God established in the God yep. of evening was marriage. That wasn't done by man. Right. That wasn't done by the Supreme Court. Well, you that make, was God establishment. You make a good point that, you know, part of spiritual leadership is also being that priest where you are in prayer and you are the one that is leading the charge spiritually. I appreciate your thoughts, Ramel. Very good, very good stuff to bring to the middle of the table here. So thank you so much uh, for calling and for joining the conversation. He gave a good a good word there, a sermon, really. When you think about what he's talking about, you know, men, we do have a role. And I understand Glenn's concern that, uh, you know, women also have a role. Uh, and men can be over-dominating, but can we go too far to the point uh, that the woman uh, does step up to take leadership because what Ramel is saying, men are failing to be leaders. I bet you there's truth in both. Ladies, what do you think about it? Do you have a role here? Do you have a word that you want to uh, join uh, to put in the middle of this uh, uncommon table, as we like to call it? What are your thoughts about hopes and fears for uh, marriage in general, or maybe yours in particular? And uh, you've heard my first two callers. Both of them were men, by the way. I wonder, uh, you know, first of all, I have to say I'm grateful uh, when the men call uh, because they are, especially on Marriage Monday, uh, because they're showing some leadership and some thought here. But ladies, what do you think about this? Do you uh, agree with Glenn and Ramel, or do you nah, not so sure about Uh, this whole roles thing. Uh, Well, you know what? One thing is for sure, we better get it right uh, because there are a lot of divorces, a lot of broken marriages, and uh, maybe it is uh, in part to blame because men are not walking with God. But uh, ladies, come on. You know that uh, many of you aren't walking with God or weren't walking with God at some point either. Then, of course, I know that there have been some women who have walked with God even though their men weren't. Uh, and they prayed him back into his role. Uh, so what does it take to date your wife for life, to motivate the man you've married? I want to hear from you. Let me give you my number again. Go back to the phone lines while I can. And by the way, my lines are open if you want to grab them while they are. Get in where you fit in. 888-43-BRIDGE. That's my number live in studio right here. 888 888- Four three two seventy four thirty four. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we are talking about marriage, and specifically marriage hopes and fears. What are your hopes? What are your fears uh, for marriage, generally speaking, as well as maybe even personally in your own uh, marriage? I'd like to hear from you. Uh, I see that you are calling in, and I want to talk to you. So let me uh, see if I can get one more call in before I go to my break. And then when I come back from the break, I want to talk more to each of you. Let's go to Eric, who's in Virginia now. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. Um, I'm just starting to get into the Bible, and I've, you know, I know I'm uneducated to it. I'm trying to get educated to it, but I see 
in the Old Testament, men were permitted to have more than one wife. Yeah. And in the New Testament, I believe you can, you know, only have one wife. Right. But I'm trying to get educated why you can only have one wife. One. And then two, my comment is now legally, people of the same sex can uh, get married. If people of the same sex can get married, then I know, like, uh, used to be in the Mormon religion, that mm-hmm. Mormons could have two wives. Then if right. people in the same sex can have get married, why can't people who have that belief with uh, having multiple wives, why, what, what's not to say that you can't have two wives then legally, right? you know, uh, what happens? Well, like I said, I'm uneducated to this, and I'm trying to get educated. Well, and I like it. I like that you're asking the right questions here. Eric, make sure you listen. I'm going to let you go listen on the air because i got to run to a break. But just to touch it a little bit, and I'll try to do more when I get back, is you know what the what the legal definition of marriage is and what uh, God's spiritual definition of marriage is are two different things. And God has always created marriage to be one man, one woman for one lifetime. Uh, has he permitted uh, multiple uh, marriages, yes. A man can be married to many women. That was not his design nor his desire. He got it right when he sent Jesus Christ to come back or to come to the earth to sh- show us and remind us that what Moses permitted was not necessarily what God had purposed. I'll be right back. People ask us all the time, who can they trust with their mortgage needs? Unfortunately, in the mortgage industry, there's a lot of bad press due to deceit and dishonesty. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian. And finally, there's a company you can trust, Fellowship Home Loans. We have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 98% customer satisfaction rating online, and read through some of our social media reviews. They are fantastic. Not to mention, the radio station you're listening to right now can tell you all of the success stories that they hear from listeners just like you. With something as important as your home, we aim to live up to our motto, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Hello, I'm Dr. Anika Prather, and several years ago, I went on a journey to find a school that would provide a Christ-centered yet more open way for my children to learn. I was especially looking for this type of school for my oldest son, who is a unique learner. He is creative, strong-willed, has a high critical thinking ability, and just simply walks to the beat of a different drummer. I could not find a school that would allow my son to freely express himself and receive a Christian education. I prayed for direction and God led me to open the Living Water School in Maryland. The Living Water School allows students in grades K through 12 the freedom to learn in their own unique way, but also disciples them in the word of God. First Peter 2.16 says, live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Come to an info session at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays at the National Golf Club in Fort 
Washington or visit the Living Water School website, dlwschool.org. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Get started right now by calling 800-489-8876. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and daily insider's market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I use to build my fortune. I was getting ready to retire. I still needed to make extra income, but I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because of Larry and his excellent instructors, I could trade successfully for myself, and I'll never have to work for someone else again. Fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know, you. Again, call in the next 90 minutes. Leave your email address on my voicemail, 800-489-8876. Call 800- Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm back. I'm live. I'm here. Sarah Young, James Anthony Derso, thank you so much for joining us on Facebook Live. And the rest of you who are there, thank you. I appreciate you tuning in. And, of course, all of you who are listening to me while you're in your car or in the kitchen somewhere on uh, WAVA 105.1 FM. I really appreciate when you tune in. And I love when you call and we talk about different topics. And today is Marriage Monday, and we're talking about marriage hopes and fears What are your hopes for the future, your fears for the future of marriage, generally speaking, or maybe even your own? So far, I've had men call me, Glenn and Ramel and Eric. Uh, And by the way, uh, Eric says he's new to the faith, trying to learn more. I really appreciate your your learning spirit. And before the break uh, there, Eric, uh, one of the things you were asking is about what stops the state from uh, allowing multiple marriages like in the Old Testament. Uh, Right now, it would be against the law. They call it bigamy or uh, polygamy. Uh, but um, the reality is the state could go back to that. The state could say, you know what, there's nothing wrong with you marrying two adults, uh, three adults, whether male or female, and the state would be allowed to do it. Why? Because it's a, it's a secular state. We're not a Christian state. We're not built or based on the word of God. It's not our constitution. We're built and based on the constitution. And so what's constitutional and what's biblical Uh, are two different things. Biblically speaking, I believe there's something called sacred marriage, uh, secular, uh, and and, then constitutionally speaking, secular marriage, if you will. Uh, And so uh, every marriage is not sacred, in my opinion. Uh, And again, it's just simply my opinion. But from the scripture, God says one man, one woman, one lifetime. That's sort of a catchphrase of the way to say it. But at the end of the day, you had Adam, you had Eve. Uh, Adam didn't have multiple wives. uh, And we saw that the multiple wife thing happened after uh, the male domination of, of, uh, you know, ongoing years took place. In other words, God didn't mean for Adam to dominate his wife to such a degree that he put her under his feet and then decided he wanted more wives and more wives and more wives in a culture that supported then male domination, right? Uh, God has designed man uh, to uh, dominate is another word, uh, but the exact word dome means to domesticate or to set a dominion or to have authority over, uh, which is different than now that I have authority over, I can do whatever I want. Come here, lady, and go get your sisters, your friends, and I'll have all y'all. 
You see what happens here? So then when man takes that role and he uh, adds sin and flesh to it, uh, and then a culture that supports male domination, you can see how we got to multiple marriages, even to the degree that within Christian culture, which we wouldn't have called it Christian culture back then, it would have been a Jewish culture, children of Israel, with God being uh, the head of the theocracy, he permitted and allowed through Moses uh, men to continue the, the domination. Uh, and multiple marriages was fine. Even in Islam today, you can have up to four uh, wives. And in Mormonism, at one time, you could have multiple uh, wives. Even to this day, some of them still hold that view and have them. Uh, they may not be legal, the way we put it, but there's a difference between legal marriage and spiritual marriage. I hope that's helpful to you. Uh, all right, let me keep moving. 888-432-7434. Cedric is on the line. He is in waldorf maryland hey cedric welcome david anderson here hey nice to speak with you uh it's my pleasure um i'm i agree with um some of the things that were said um but i believe the problem with marriages today Mm -hmm. is the fact that the male and the female in the marriages are selfish. It's selfishness <laughs> which caused the division and separation of the marriage. You're supposed to cleave together and be one with the other. If yeah. y'all have difference of opinion, y'all are supposed to work that thing out. And hmm. that's why we have so many divorce in the Christian home because hmm. we can't get over these little things in the marriage hmm. because ahead. of selfishness. Selfishness. They, they wow. have to have their way. Whether it be the woman or the male, yeah. they have to have their way. Yeah, that's why we have so many divorces. Well, I, I believe. Well, I mean, I'm I'm right with you. Jesus said, "I permitted you." Uh, Moses permitted you to get divorced, and he allowed it to happen uh, because of the hardness of your hearts. And, uh, you know, that's another way to put it. Selfishness, (laughs) hard headed. My mom used to call us hard headed. My parents used to say hard headed, you know, uh, but I guess mine too. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't heard. Actually, I haven't heard that phrase in a while. Uh, you so hard headed. I guess that's an old phrase for older people. But, uh, and so when you get hard headed or hard hearted or with the scripture, old Testament term was called stiff necked. A stiff neck people, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. You know that uh, that'll keep you from uh, from doing right. So I, I appreciate you bringing that to the table today, Cedric. Yes, sir. My pleasure. God bless you. Well, there you have it. You know, at the end of the day, it does sometimes. It's just straight up hard headedness, selfishness, hard heartedness. Uh, you know, uh, as uh, as the scripture might call stiff neck. But this is why I think the way you repair a marriage is if, or pray for one is, Lord, would you give them both a soft heart at the same time? Because have you ever had a hard heart and then it got soft, but then by the time you got to your spouse, your spouse who had a soft heart is now hard, like you're mad, and they're like, oh, please, stop, I'm sorry. And then, and then you know, you get all soft, okay, I forgive you. Now they're mad that you were mad, you know. So one of the things you got to do is pray for two soft hearts. At the same time. And when that happens, some true reconciliation and forgiveness can take place. Listen, I'm going to run to my break quickly. And when I come back, I'm going to New York with Curtis. And I want to come to you as well. It's been all men today. Wow, I guess men are concerned about marriage, have some hopes, have some fears. Ladies, as they say, where you at? 888-432-7434.
bookstores now. Gracism, the art of inclusion. What if you take a negative word like racism and a positive word like grace and blend them together? Then you have gracism. The focus is on the positive both when it comes to ministry and life so that we can all reach the worthy vision God has laid out for us. There is no doubt that author Dr. David Anderson believes that through the movement of the Holy Spirit and by following the seven sayings of a gracist, we all have the capacity to become gracists ourselves. This book is a must-read for anyone who wishes for the extension of favor on their lives and the lives of everyone they encounter. Gracism, the Art of Inclusion is published by InterVarsity Press and can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or going to Andersonspeaks.com. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safe, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty. Call HCR 888-991-2427 and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. You'll never find. <laughs> You'll never find. There it is, DJ Dynasty. As long as spinning the tunes. I'm already seeing on Facebook Live people commenting about your your spinning of the tunes. So thank you so much for uh, engineering today. And uh big shout out to my. Thank you. You got it, man. What, what makes you think of the different music to bring in? Just the topic in the comments. Mm-hmm. Well, keep it going. People are liking it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. And Sierra, thanks a lot for being my call screener. Y'all be nice to her. Say hi to her today as well. If you want to join the topic, we still have about 15 minutes together. My number is 888-432-7434. We've been talking about marriage hopes and fears, and I've been pleasantly surprised that men are calling in and talking about the topic. I hope you ladies are as in pressed and uh, inspired to know that there are men out here who are really trying to get this thing right. Uh, but if you want to join me, ladies, like I said, uh, as they say on the street, where you at? W-Y-A, where you at? Uh, give us a call. I would love to talk to you as well. I'm going to give you my number, then I'm going to New York to talk to Curtis. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Curtis. Curtis, thanks for calling. How are you today, sir? I'm blessed, Doc. It was great, great, great show, great show. Thank you so much. What are you thinking? Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, Genesis, when the serpent, you know, told Eve 
eat of the fruit, she become like God. You know, in the garden, they were they had everything. Yeah. There was no culture barrier, right? Nothing, right? But the the, the 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 enemy got to see to, to Eve by tempting her and letting her know she become like like God. But they they were submissive to God, so now yeah. she wanted to be like God, so she eat mm-hmm. of the fruit, right? So you know, men have a great part to play in it. But in the garden, everything was right. Everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no blame on the man. Right. So, you know, it's something that I think a woman is struggling with when it comes to submission. You right. Know, so it happened in the garden, and it's happening up to today, and it's even getting worse. So, that, you know, that's, that's my take on it. So your concern is women and their ability to submit. And, uh, of course, in the garden, they uh, she was deceived. Uh, and, uh, and as a result, a lot of this happened. Now, of course, when God came to give the consequence, he came not to her, he came to him. So he was responsible, uh, as the head, but your, your point is well taken that even when things were perfect, uh, there was still sort of a submission problem. I, I gotta agree with you there. This whole submission dominance thing is quite, uh, quite chilling when it comes to the roles of men and women. Uh, but thank you for making that point there, okay, Curtis? All right, Doc. I appreciate it. Blessings to you. Thanks for listening to the show. Looks like I lost Christy. She was going to be my, I think, first female. I was ready to talk to her, but I couldn't get to her fast enough before a call dropped. But I see that Anonymous is on the line from Maryland, and I've not been in Maryland yet. So, Well, I've been in Maryland once in Waldorf. So now let's go to Maryland to see if we can get Anonymous on the line. Hi, Anonymous. How are you? How are you, uh, Dr. Anderson? I have Great. been listening to your show for quite a while. Yes. And it's very helpful, very uh, instructive, and spiritually uh, guiding. Um, question for you is um, maybe not solution, but any suggestion you have. Uh, 40 years married. How many years? Retired 40, almost. Oh, wow. Almost 40. Congratulations. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes. And uh, amazing. I have a wonderful, wonderful husband. Mm-hmm. But since we retired uh, almost four years ago, mm-hmm. he has been so passive. Mm. He don't want to go nowhere. It, it, for me, I asked him if he's depressed. He said, no, no, I don't want to do anything. I When I retire, I mm. promised myself that I was not going to do anything. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We, he doesn't need to work. But if, if, if I ask him go somewhere, he said no. And now <laughs> he has becoming <laughs> he has becoming um, um, not disabled, but his back is hurting so so bad mm-hmm. that that's his excuse not to go. Okay. So what, what would I you do to motivate this man? Right, right. Well, my goodness. He, he worked so hard all his life. He's finally happy to get to the place where he don't want to do anything and you trying to make him do something. No, no, no. Just for a, at least to get out of the house at least once in a week or once in a month. Right. He doesn't want to do nothing but sit down in front of the tube and he worked hard, anonymous. He been he been waiting for this day. All right, but let me help you. Let me help you, because I know, I know. You, you don't want to okay. be a you don't want to be a uh, a couch potato too. You want to actually get out there and do something. So that, I'm gonna tell you what to do. First of all, enjoy your friends. 
So go out with your girlfriends and enjoy getting out so you don't have to be a couch potato. Allow him to be the couch potato he wants to become. But, but make a deal with him. Say, honey, listen, I know you don't want to go out a lot, so I'm going to let you enjoy your retirement. But in order to make me happy, too, let me ask you a question. Can we at least one time a week go somewhere? Just give me one time a week. You can have five days, seven, six days. But out of one day a week, will you go with me somewhere? And I'll, I'll set everything up. You know, it'll be dinner. It'll be, it'll be a walk in the park. It'll, it'll be a movie. But give me one day where I can have a date per week. Will you make that deal with me? If you come to him like it's a deal, he might actually, mm-hmm. he might actually he do might. it. Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah. to, honey, let's go somewhere right now. No, you see, that's too soon. You, you need to prepare him because yeah. his, he prepared all his life for this time when he could do nothing. So, so yes, I understand very well. Make it a deal. But when I ask him, he, he, I said, "Can we go to eat today? Let's go to the mall to eat." Oh, okay. He he prompt wants uh-huh. to go. But then when we get there, he said, "Do you want to eat here or you want to eat at home?" <laughs> I said, "No, we came here. Uh-huh, to eat uh-huh. here. Well, he you just wanted to go and buy the food and come back." Well, there you go. See, he thought that's all you wanted to do, but he didn't know you wanted to walk around, hold hands, and look at different uh, things in the window. So he, he didn't sign up for all that. But give <laughs> give him the power of choice to to say, "Honey, let me make our let me make a date for us once a week, and let me control the date just once a week, and see if he'll agree to that deal." And, and make it something fun, and I think you'll be all right. Now, you've already succeeded here. I mean, if you've been married for 40 years, you know how to deal with him. Yeah. He knows how to deal with you, and you can laugh about it a little bit. But deep in your heart, I know you want to yeah. get him up and get him out so his back doesn't hurt so much and stuff. So, um, you know, try that yeah. suggestion, and let me know if it, if it works after after you try it, okay? Okay. My, my, my fear is that he get depressed. That's my fear. Uh-huh. But- well, don't um, worry. Don't worry about I that. He's, like he, he's not going. He's not going to get depressed as long as you keep smiling. Yeah. And and uh, how how old is he now? Sixty nine. Okay. And and has he been depressed? I in- am seventy two. Oh, you got and a little. I'm more what? active. Lord. I'm more active than I don't know what. <laughs> well, you know what? You you probably going to be like my mom lived to you about ninety five years old, and uh, you know. So you keep yourself active. Keep working on yourself. Don't worry about him, uh, but uh, at least try to get him out with you once a week and see how that works. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Blessings. You have a great day. A blessed day. You too, Anonymous. I'm so glad you called me. 72, you sound like you are about, you know, 33 or something, just active and ready to go. So God bless you with good health and uh, keep walking and keep enjoying your time out there. And uh, hopefully, you know, you'll motivate him a little bit. But he on the other side, he's 69, probably acting like he's 89. (laughs) 888-432-7434. I'm coming to my break now. And uh, when I get back, let's see if I can get one or two more of you in before I land this plane. I see Christy's there. I need to talk to another lady. I also see John and Sandra. So let's see if I can get to y'all. Let me run to my break real quick. DJ Dynasty, you pull up music, send us out, and we'll be right back.
Hello, I'm Dr. Anika Prather, and several years ago, I went on a journey to find a school that would provide a Christ-centered yet more open way for my children to learn. I was especially looking for this type of school for my oldest son, who is a unique learner. He is creative, strong-willed, has a high critical thinking ability, and just simply walks to the beat of a different drummer. I could not find a school that would allow my son to freely express himself and receive a Christian education. I prayed for direction, and God led me to open the Living Water School in Maryland. The Living Water School allows students in grades K through 12 the freedom to learn in their own unique way, but also disciples them in the Word of God. 1 Peter 2.16 says, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Come to an info session at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays at the National Golf Club in Fort Washington, or visit the Living Water School website, dlwschool.org. Folks, I'm sure many of you would agree that surviving as a child in Haiti has got to be one of the toughest challenges any boy or girl should never have to face. Severe, relentless poverty, very little to eat, lack of education. In fact, half of all Haitian children are currently growing up illiterate. And that's because families earning less than $2 a day can't spare money to buy shoes, school books, or supplies. They need every penny for food just to survive. However, Cross International, in partnership with Divine Shelter Christian Schools, is changing that in Haiti, opening the doors of education to these suffering children and breaking the cycle of poverty. And that's where you and I come in. Your gift of $110 right now will provide a one-year scholarship and food for a year at a Divine Shelter Christian School in Haiti when you call 888-715-2525. That's 888-715-2525, 888-715-2525. Or you can make your donation online at wava.com. We've all heard about the amazing benefits of juicing, and it's true. Juicing helps you stay fit and trim. Juicing is great for boosting energy and vitality. There's just one catch, the cost. But what if you had a simple and affordable shortcut? Introducing the Organic Juice Cleanse. Every scoop is power-packed with over 20 organic farm-fresh superfruits, berries, and fiber, plus clinically tested cranberry. Just scoop, shake, and go, and you'll feel great all day. Best of all, the Organic Cranberry Cleanse isn't just affordable today it's free that's right just pay for the shipping and we'll rush you a free bottle now you can buy the organic cranberry cleanse on amazon but for your free bottle simply call purity products right now dial 1-800-481-7394 that's 1-800-481-7394 for your free organic cranberry cleanse call now 1-800-481-7394 that's 1-800-481-7394 Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Marriage, hopes, and fears. Let's go right back to the phone lines while we have time. Virginia, we got Christy on the line, so let's go there. Hi, Christy. How you doing? I'm good. Good. What are you um, thinking? I really, well, I really appreciate uh, your question you put out there. Um, I've been married for about 18 years. I love mm. my husband. Mm. but And I do believe that God is the head of the church, and then the man comes, and then the woman should follow the man. Mm-hmm. But I think that a new problem that has happened is well, what happens when that man has fallen away from God and fallen away mm. from the truth? Right. How can he truly stand to 
his family. If he's not spiritually ground grounded, then if the woman follows the man, where is he leading her? You know, right. he's not leading her where she needs to be led. Mm-hmm. So I think as a result, a lot of women now have to kind of stand up on their own right. and look after their kids and themselves to make sure they're going in the right way. Right. We would love to follow our husbands, but sometimes our husbands aren't where they need to be. You know, maybe yeah. they're running around with women. They're just being, they're doing things that they shouldn't. And I think when you're faced with that situation, yeah. you, you can't truly just follow them. It's, you know, you want to, but you yeah. can't until they're where they need to be. It's truly a conundrum for you ladies when one of the other callers talked about men being passive now you're talking about men just being downright sinful <laughs> you know how how do how do you uh follow someone like that and, and i guess this is where the power of a praying wife comes comes in because you're trying to follow the man uh but then if he's in a path that is wrong you have to now negotiate that path you can't just say, I'm not going to follow him because God sets up order. But at the same time, you can't also follow him into a ditch or into sin. And so you, you got to put your foot down. So I think each intersection causes you to have to be really in prayer. And uh, th- that's not an easy place to be, is it, Christy? It is not. It is not, <laughs> especially after 18 years of marriage. And you've got little ones looking at you. And you right. have to be strong for them through this situation. Right. So they become well adjusted. Adults. You That's don't want right. them to fall into the same path. That's right. So it's a tough situation. It is tough, and this is where you need a couple other ladies alongside of you and to be in prayer, and, and it takes some patience, and like everyday patience, not like patience in general, like, uh, Lord, help me today. <laughs> Give me my daily bread of patience now because I, I don't want to kill this man. I don't want to walk out. I don't want to flip. And so you almost need right. like a daily Holy Spirit dose of grace and patience just to make it through, right? So I've been praying every day because, you know, yeah, you don't want to just throw your husband away and you do the can't. whole divorce thing. You nope. want to figure out what, is it a physical issue? Is right. it a mental issue? You want to figure it out. And yep. maybe you can heal your family. That's so right. I, I appreciate you and saying just to continue to pray. I appreciate that. Yeah. And it's not always the greatest answer, but I know there's power in it, especially when two or three are gathered in his name. And uh, Jesus said some things only break because of prayer and fasting. And so praying with others, linking arms with others to knock on the door of heaven together, and sometimes even fasting when you're called to it, because some things just need to be broken. And uh, it has to be broken in the spirit realm before it's broken in the in the physical realm. And so I hope that there's some encouragement in those words there for you, Christy, okay? All right. Thank God, you. My Thank pleasure. You. God bless you. Hey, the show has come to an end. I'm sorry I missed uh, Sandra and John, but please hang with me throughout the rest of the week. Maybe we can catch up on open phone in Friday. Dear Lord, as we uh, go out on this song, we're just reminded that you are love. Teach us how to love our women. Teach us how to love our husbands. And teach us how to love our neighbors as ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.